Hey guys, welcome back to the third episode of Two's a Couple, Three's a Good Time. I'm so sorry about the delay. We had some um, adjustments uh, to, to make, and um, but now we're back, and thank you for hanging in there. Um, so last week, we touched on um, the four types of non-traditional relationships, uh, just briefly. Uh, we spoke about swingers, uh, people in open relationships, people who are monogamish, and then people who are poly. And I sort of bunched in a few different poly um, types in there, uh, polyamory, polygamy, and polygyny, which was the, the marriage, the, uh, the uh, polygamy and poly, polygamous, I'm sorry, are both uh, um with people who are married. So today I decided that it would be a good opportunity for uh, my viewers and those who are interested in learning more about Polly to have someone here to share her experiences and to sort of um, talk about her lifestyle and uh, sort of things that she believes. And so I'm I'm not going to um, hold it up. I'll let her introduce herself, but um, her name is, she goes by Ask Polly Bay. So welcome. Uh, thank you for, for coming, for tuning in today. Um, so go ahead, you can introduce yourself. Hi, this is Leanna. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I am known by Ask Polly Bay, and a lot of my friends and um, family and people that know about me, they call me Polly Bay um, on the side, outside of Ask Polly Bay. I call her Bay. <laughs> I think it's cute. <laughs> so, um, pretty much, um, I entered into the polyamorous lifestyle um, years ago, probably about 10 to 12 years ago unbeknownst to myself that I was already practicing polyamory um, and I officially identified myself as polyamorous about a year and a half ago. Um, since then my journey has been um, extremely crazy. There's been many ups, there's been many downs. Um, it's been quite a journey, you know, learning all about myself and my relationships with other people and um, you know, I'm just here to talk about those experiences. <laughs> yeah, and who I am. Um, and so I thought it was in. Uh, I, I thought it would be intriguing for people to to hear about. Um, uh, first of all, a poly woman and a poly black woman. Yes. Um, as I've been mentioning over and over, I feel like black women we are not allowed to be sexual, right? Mm -hmm. um, we are either bunched into one of two categories. One being like overly sexualized, sexual, yep. right? Um, and then um, the other being not allowed to be sexual. Mm -hmm. And so uh, part of my message here is allow us to be us. Mm -hmm. And um, so by having uh, Bay here today, I'm a poly Bay. By having her here today, um, I want to encourage other women who are also maybe thinking about the lifestyle or are in the lifestyle already and having some reservations about coming out or even just curious about it or even just um, wanting to know um, more about it and how one would start. Mm -hmm. So maybe we could start off with there. Okay. Um, maybe if you want to tell us like how you got into the lifestyle. lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, I got into the lifestyle, I guess, um, back when I was at Howard. I'm a Howard alumni. 
um, Washington, D.C., <laughs> bison all day. Having um, to support our historically black colleges. Yes, absolutely. But that was, um, I guess, my first introduction into really exploring my sexuality at Howard. Um, it was amazing. I had a really great time there, and I met a lot of people and made a lot of friends. Um, but a lot of people on Howard's campus are um, extremely enlightened and open with their sexuality. You'll find a lot of bisexual people. You'll find a lot of, um, you know, people that um, engage with the homosexual community. Um, a lot of LGBTQ um, folks are on the campus. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, everyone is really welcoming and loving um, of so everyone. So it sort of encourages the students yes, to be themselves. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think I've ever encountered a college um, like that. Let me tell you, you believe it. Like, <laughs> it's just amazing. I should have went to Howard. <laughs> I'm telling you, you know, Howard's campus was like the best thing I was ever trying to save life. money and go to a state school. I know. Sally May got all my money now. I know. <laughs> it's amazing. It I know, was amazing. But, um... My journey started there, and at the time, I was in a relationship with someone um, who I know also explored his sexuality at Howard, and we kind of abused each other a little bit in that sense because we weren't mm-hmm. open about so, yeah, it what was we were like a uh, non-ethical. Yes, polyamory. One, yeah. So yeah. we both cheated on each other, like the hell out of each other. We cheated um, a lot. Um, after graduating, we ended up. Um, you know, getting back together and kind of going down the road of, well, you know, let's get married. And it didn't necessarily work out for us. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're really great friends now, and I love him to death. And he's um, my daughter's father, so he's an amazing person and a great father to her. Um, But we learned then that we were open to exploring, like, who Mm -hmm. we are um, Mm -hmm. sexually with other people. How did that conversation look? Like... Did you say, like, hey, so we're both cheating anyway, let's be poly? Like, I don't um, know. We didn't, we didn't know what to call it at the yeah, time. We had yeah. no idea what poly was. Yeah, because you, we you guys did. were young. Like, yeah. what, like 18, yeah. 19 probably? Um, like, yeah, like yeah. 18, 19, yeah. 20, 21, around mm-hmm. that age. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had no idea what poly was or even researched anything like it. So, you know, there wasn't anything to call what we were yeah. doing. Because at that time, you didn't see this stuff like yeah, you see no. now, like social, on social media, on yes. regular television. Yes. Even though we still have a long way to go, you, you we barely saw it right. then. We didn't have yeah. much social media yeah. at the time. Facebook yeah. was it, and even then it was, like, yeah. very limiting. Yeah. Um, but we didn't have an, a terminology for what we were doing, but at the same time, we kind of hid from each other mm-hmm. what we were doing, even though we both know knew mm-hmm. that we were, you know, out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a little bit hurtful to our relationship because we accused each other of cheating a lot mm-hmm. when had we known what we were doing, we probably would have been able to navigate our relationship differently. Right. Um, and then after him, I entered into another relationship. With that person, I was completely monogamous for about uh, three out of the four years that we were together. Oh, wow. And um, I didn't cheat on him, but I came to realize early on that being monogamous and being in a singular relationship just wasn't for me. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So we ended up breaking up. So after our breaking up... You know, I was a little bit lost and confused because I was like, why, you know, does all of my relationships keep going like this? You know, I love, you know, one person. I meet someone and I really, really love them, but I still want to be with other people. Mm-hmm. And I still meet other people that, you know, spark different things in me and makes mm-hmm. me want to explore different things about myself. What is that? Like, what is that all about? What am I doing? So one day I was hanging out with my best friend 
And we went to Barnes and Nobles, which we often did because we would have like mom days with our kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one of our stops. We would always go to Barnes and Nobles and find new books and things. And I found the book um, Ethical Slut. And right, wait, wait. Let's tell tell the ladies. Ethical slut. Ethical slut. <laughs> um, ladies. <laughs> it's a really, really challenging book because when you look at the title, mm-hmm. the word ethical slut is like really um like a, like 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 a like a oxymoron a little bit. Yeah. Because like, when you think you of the word Yeah, when you think of the word slut, you're right. automatically thinking of shameful, right? right. Yeah. So like, Instead of accepting but yeah, that's cool. It's it's like that title. Um like the title is misleading because mm-hmm. once you start reading the book, you become educated in a sense about the different types of um relationships, mm-hmm. especially romantic relationships mm-hmm. that you can have. So, the book discusses monogamy. The book discusses polyamory. Mm. The book discusses the swinger's lifestyle. Um, it discusses someone opening themselves up to different sexual um, ideologies and relationships mm. that are out there for them. Um, the book is eth- The Ethical Slut, and it's by Dossie Easton and Janet Hardy. So, definitely check it out on Amazon. Um, Barnes and Nobles, any bookstore you can find it at your mm-hmm. local bookstore. Is it a like quick, there. easy read? Like if somebody, it was just... a really easy read yeah, because okay. they they made it um so that you could understand like um, the terminology. Yeah, the terminology. It breaks down the terminology for you. There's a glossary in the back, oh, the wow, back of the cool. book that um defines all of the terminology. So if you don't get it reading the book, you can always reference the um glossary in the back. And there's also at the end of each chapter a worksheet mm-hmm. that helps you to ask yourself certain questions, to ask your partner certain questions, and it kind of opens up that dialogue oh. between you and your partner to kind of work through. So it's like of a guide, issues. a little yeah, bit. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, it's yeah. definitely okay. a guide. And it was really Ladies, amazing. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah. I'm telling you, it will change your life. I'm gonna look into it. And um, I started doing that. Like I started doing the worksheets and just figuring out. Um, what I wanted from my relationships, what I wanted from myself, um, what I needed in my relationships, and, you know, who I could be to someone else. Yeah. And I knew that I had I had a whole lot of love to give, mm-hmm. um, and that one person just couldn't contain all of that love. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have to share it with other people, because I just love that much. Right. See, um, yeah, I, I mean, I appreciate your honesty so much, um, because I find that so many people would have repressed those feelings, yes. um, and I don't want to generalize because I do, there are poly women out there, but I feel like on the for, for on the uh, average, I want to say, um, women in general we repress mm-hmm. our sexual urges, and even Absolutely. though poly is not about sex. It goes to like you start thinking like okay I want to be with more than one guy romantically should I be having sex like these mm-hmm. are things I'm assuming that like, go through a person's okay. mind yes. and so I I'm, I want to ask you like when you first realized like okay this is what I'm going to do like mm-hmm. how did you make that leap into like going from that person that you were with for you know three of the four years it took a while um. I had known or had researched over a period of, like, six months about the poly lifestyle. Um, And I talked to my friends about it, like, my closest friends. I would talk to them about it. And um, the way that it happened for me that I ended up coming out, I had no choice to. Mm -hmm. I I joined a bunch of, like, poly groups and stuff online. And um, one day... 
someone posted that there was someone that was interested in doing interviews on poly women, mm-hmm. on black poly women. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm interested in that. What's what's going on? Like, what's the interview about? Mm-hmm. And um, Cosmopolitan Magazine ended up reaching out to me. Oh. Okay. And it was an interview for Cosmopolitan Magazine. And um, the interview was posted in the magazine, yeah. obviously. And people and read Cosmo. People read yeah. Cosmo. Yeah. And they, do, they did a whole photo shoot. So oh, my nice. face and everything was in the magazine. So I was so nervous. What did your family and close friends say? They, I mean, I just yeah. did it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I took the leap. Like, I was really nervous. And I was like, oh, my God, this, w- this would be, like, me coming out to the world. Mm-hmm. And everyone would know. And mm-hmm. what would they think about me and things like that. And I stopped myself and I said, you know what? You can't live your life based mm-hmm. on what other people think about you. Right. Because you'll never really live if you right. do that. People right. always have an opinion about who you are or what you're doing or what right. you're not doing or right. what you should be doing. Right. And it doesn't, um, their opinions doesn't, you know. Define Define you. who you yeah. are. You yeah. define who you are. Yeah. You say, I am this person, yeah. and I'm doing this, and I want to do that. These are my dreams. Yeah. These are my goals yeah. and aspirations. And you go after that. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just woke up that morning, and I was like, I'm going to go do this. And although I was really nervous doing mm-hmm. the um, photo shoot and doing the magazine article, mm-hmm. when it came out, it was the March 2018 issue. When it came out, I was like, Wow. I did this. Mm. I really did this. And I, I posted it on my social media. And I'm assuming that's how, like, most people figured it out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't remember it. how I found you, but it was it was online. Yes. Yeah, it was online. It was definitely um, online. So, I, only because of time purposes, um, I, I do have a question. I, one of the biggest myths that I've heard about poly people is... Um, you know, like they just want to have a lot of sex. And again, we've, we've been saying for a long time that poly is not about sex, right? And also we've been saying that women, we're not allowed to be sexual. So how do you sort of uh, deal with people who might uh, try to judge you um, and say, oh, well, you're like, you know, you're being a slut or you're being a, a hoe or whatever. And, and yeah, you did say that it doesn't define us, but... I, you know, I, I wonder, like, what people could sort of take away from that. Because I know that there are women who are sexual, mm-hmm. and um, they just sort of shy away from it. Um, I let them judge. Mm-hmm. I let them say um, what they have to say about me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I listen to it, and I say, okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's your opinion. That's mm-hmm. how you feel. You know, I can't change how you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I start asking certain questions. Did we sleep together? <laughs> like, why are you mad at me? Right. <laughs> no, we didn't sleep together? Okay. Yeah. Did I sleep with your man? <laughs> no, I didn't sleep oh, with Oh, that's how man? a lot okay. of people tend to... I mean, a lot of women, yeah. like, in general, react to me in that um, particular way. I guess mm-hmm. because... You know, after a while, you develop a confidence in yourself right. as a person, as yeah. a woman. I was going to say, it has to be empowering. Hell yeah. It was yeah. super empowering because once I, I went through that door, it was like I didn't look back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I gained a whole new sense of love for myself mm-hmm. because I knew that I would never um, repress myself from loving me or repress myself from right. loving someone else that loves right. me. Right, And, um... Like, that really is empowering when you know that you can express who you are and express um, 
the love that you have for other people and be open and receiving of the love that yeah. other people have and, for and, you know, and, on another and, level. And that really brings me to my next question. Um, so I've heard... How could you love more than one person, which yes. is another myth, it is right? Another with myth. with um, the poly lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So tell us, Leanne, how could you, you know, love another? Now I'm doing like the the air, <laughs> the quotes, air quotes, but um, like it, it, you know, is it possible? Absolutely, it is. And people always say, oh, if you are really in love with somebody. You don't love more than one person. You just love that one person alone. Mm -hmm. How is that possible that you just love one person alone? Mm -hmm. Like, how is that? Mm -hmm. You meet people every single day. Mm -hmm. Every single day you meet people, B. (laughs) (laughs) Every day you meet people. She's really animated, guys. (laughs) There's no possible way that you can love just one person. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think that, you know, in a lot of monogamous relationships, people end up cheating on other people. Yeah. You find that a lot because your love cannot just be contained for one person alone. You meet different people along your journey in life who introduce you to new things. Right. So you might like love something about this person that you don't love and the other person like that's not, not even how that, I because your relationships period are just different. different you know? Mm-hmm. Like you have different experiences with different people. You feel different things with different people. Like, you know, I might love doing one thing with one person or my experience with this person is totally different from another Mm -hmm. person but Mm -hmm. I love each person for Mm -hmm. who they are Mm -hmm. and the love that I have for them romantically Mm -hmm. you know doesn't affect how I feel about somebody else Mm -hmm. I might be definitely in love with this one person because when I'm with them the emotions that I feel when I'm not with them, I think about them and I'm right, like, yo, right. I miss this person. Or do you ever you find yourself like, do you ever find yourself being with one person and thinking about the other? But even though you all like you're in a relationship with both of them, um, I mean that's yeah. like you don't even. <laughs> I want to get I've you in trouble. <laughs> I've definitely done that. Been with one person, um, not sexually because I think that would be a little bit messed up. Yeah, but I do find that when I'm. Um, with one person, like, I give them my full attention and my energy because, mm-hmm. you know, you're supposed to. When yeah. you love someone, you Because it's know, a relationship. Right. It's not like you're cheating and creeping and right. you're, like, looking over your shoulder no. like, oh, my God, I'm going to get caught, you yeah, know, like that no, kind of thing. everybody knows about it. Yeah. That's yeah. the other yeah. thing with polyamory yeah. is that um, the lines of communication have to be open right. and has to be totally honest and transparent in mm-hmm. order for it to work. Mm-hmm. And those are some of my points from last, uh, the last episode. Yes. Um, everybody has to be on board. And, yes. and, and, and I know we've, we've said the word um, ethically non-monogamous, yes. which means that you're non-monogamous and you're doing it the right way. Like right. you're not like creeping. Right. Yeah. So you're not yeah. lying to your partners yeah. about what you're doing or, you know, um, saying that you're doing one thing and you're doing another in terms of like you know being monogamous and things like that like it's not about that it's you know i love you what we have is special to me the bond that we have is special the things that we do like it's just us like Mm -hmm. this is us this is our relationship Mm -hmm. this is what we're about Mm -hmm. but you do have to know and be aware that there is someone else Mm -hmm. who i do spend time with who I have feelings for and, you know, my so, relationship with them is different and the things and the experiences I have with them is different. But, you know, it's just based on the fact that we're people and we're all different people. Like, 
you know, I have my own personality, you have a personality, right, you have a personality, right. and it's like... Everybody respects each other. Yeah, everyone so it's not like space and boundaries. It's not like in your situation, the three of you are in one relationship. It's like, you no. you just have to... And that's another thing people, another thing people confuse a poly with. They might think like, one big old orgy going no. on and everybody I is mean, it together. Could be that. It could be that. Yes. Right. But it but it's it's not just, you know, about sex and you could have just more than one boyfriend and still right. be considered Correct. poly, but mm-hmm. everybody is aware. Mm-hmm. Um and so bring me to my next point. Um a lot of times we hear poly and we automatically think like um one guy, two girls. Yes. Right? Um, and usually, uh, I've mentioned to somebody like, "Oh, um, like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be interviewing Polly Bay, and um, she has two dudes that she's messing with." And the and the person was like, "You know what? I really didn't even think of that. For some reason, <laughs> I thought like she was gonna like have like one guy, one girl, you know." And, and then he was, and so so I just feel like people don't. Uh, Think of us mm-hmm. as being, mm-hmm. I don't even know what the word is, but they don't think of us as being the ones like either being initiating or even being not in control, but being able to choose. Mm-hmm. So um, what what is it like <laughs> to, have, to have two guys? I mean, and, and, and I don't know if you uh, uh, sh- if you want to share your, mm-hmm. um, your orientation. Um, um, well, I am bisexual, so um, I have dated both men and women. Um, right now, I don't have a woman that I'm dating. So, you know, any of y'all sexy ladies out there, <laughs> <laughs> that's interested in Polly. <laughs> but, um, you know, I am currently right now um, dating two gentlemen um, who are also black men. Shout out to them. Shout out to them because there are a lot of black men who mm-hmm. are also Polly and a lot of people don't know that. They're, yeah. They say, oh, ain't no man gonna ever go for a woman being with another man and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Oh, please. You would be mm-hmm. absolutely surprised mm-hmm. how many men, if they know what's happening and they know that, you know, their woman is open and honest mm-hmm. about dealing with someone mm-hmm. else, they would be totally open to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's their lifestyle yes, as well. Yes, yeah. they would be totally open to yeah. it. Um, for me, it's been really difficult because for whatever reason, I'm just always... The people I'm always attracted to are always monogamous. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when we start talking about who we are and things like that, and I disclose to them that I'm polyamorous, automatically light bulbs go off. Because they yeah. start thinking, oh, I could have a threesome with Right, that. exactly. You know? Another myth, not, another myth. Right. <laughs> and that's, um, you know, something that I have to educate them on really mm-hmm. quickly, like, okay, yeah, I might be bisexual, yeah, I might be polyamorous, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that, you know, there's going to be a whole triad popping off in here. Right, right. Unless it does happen, then that's right. fine, that's, too. Like, right, if, you know, if that's but, something you, you want to do, but right. don't fetishize me. I can never say right. that word. Fetishize. Fetishize. You people, you guys know what we're talking about. Um, and, and, and just assume that it's going to be like right. just... You know, Be sex that and way. that's it. Exactly. Like you, like we're more than just mm-hmm. sex, right? So you know, it just so happens that both of them are monogamous. So uh-huh. I'm kind of in a conundrum right now <laughs> because um, 
you know, like our relationship where it's at right now, my relationship with both of them where it's at right now is different. Like I experience mm-hmm. different things with both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they make me feel and think and grow in different ways. That's sweet. Um, mm-hmm. That's how it should be. Yes. And I love them both. Like I really love them both. Like for real, as people who they are, like mm-hmm. they're amazing men. Mm-hmm. Um, but people always ask me, don't you want to get married? Don't you want to do this? Don't you want to do that? And I'm like, absolutely. And you can be married. And I can be married. Um, With the two of them, though, it might be difficult to Mm -hmm. do that because they are both still traditionally monogamous Mm -hmm. and... Meaning that, I just want so so folks understand, like they're both with you and no one else, but you're with each of them. Yes. Right? Okay. (laughs) Just Just so people understand. It may sound a little selfish, mm-hmm. but at the same time, um, it's who I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie to and them that's, about who I am. Right. And I think because you're being honest, like yes. you mentioned earlier, you have to choose your happiness at yes. some point. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, um, I'm just still kind of navigating the waters mm-hmm. with both of them. Mm-hmm. Um and just easing them into my lifestyle and who I am. Mm-hmm. And I try to make them as comfortable as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly by being honest about, right. you know, what I'm doing, who I'm doing it with, where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, any feelings that they may have or anything like that, like, we talk about it and we figure out, like, you know, what's triggering those feelings. And, you know, how I can make them feel more comfortable about what's happening. Um and things like that but it is hard for me because I would love to be married one day and I could definitely see it happening with either either one of them mm-hmm. um but it's it's hard when you're trying to uh make someone who is not a part of the lifestyle right, right. comfortable about it right um because even if I were to say okay well I'm gonna um just dedicate my time on solely building um a singular relationship yeah. with a primary that can be geared towards marriage and, and eventually ends up, you know, in marriage. At some point, whether it's five years from now or five years into my marriage, I'm pretty sure I would say, Okay, so I'm ready for the door to be open again. Right. How are we gonna do this? Right. So it's important for me going forward that, you know, if I do have a primary partner um, that that person really understands who I am and my identity and that I can and will engage with other people because I would not limit myself from doing that because that would be... Not being true who, to you. Who I am, right. Yeah. yeah. So it is really difficult. Um, there are black poly men out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, for some reason, have a hard time running into them. <laughs> so... Um, but I know they are there, and I think that it's more so having me having to go to meetups and um, organize um, functions where poly yeah. people and hopefully um, we could start are, yeah. yeah yeah so that I can meet you know someone that is a part of the lifestyle which makes it easier yeah. for myself. But for some reason I'm I'm not an easy person. I'm very complicated. <laughs> so. I mean, I mean, listen. It from what you're saying, it sounds like to be able to navigate two two guys and to have respectful boundaries with yes. each. I don't even think monogamous people could do that. No, they don't. They so, they can't because I hear uh, stories yeah. about. Um, it sounds like you're doing you know, good. Friends and people that I know yeah. who are in monogamous relationships, but their partner is cheating on their ass. Yeah. Excuse my language, but they cheating on them. Um, 
you know, they have side pieces and side bays and side joints and, yeah, you yeah. know, the shorty that just does head on Wednesdays or yeah. the dude that <laughs> just provides lunch and, yeah. you know, but, I mean, I'm wondering, mouth romance yeah. on Thursdays. So it's like, you know, I see all of these monogamous relationships happening and these in people... In a dysfunctional. Yeah, in a mm-hmm. dysfunctional way. And it's like, all right, well, you guys can do that, but I'm going to stay in my lane. Right. And I'm going to be honest with my partners because I love these people and I respect them and I, um, you know, care for their feelings and I would never want to hurt them. And that's the most important part of um, poly relationships is that love and respect that you have yes. for your partner to say, you know what? this is how I feel, this is what I want to do, or I met someone and this person makes me feel a specific type of way and I want to explore that and I love you and I hope that you allow me the time and the space to explore, you know, a relationship with another person. I think that's the ultimate form of love, to give someone else the freedom to discover themselves through other people. Because we're going to walk through this life meeting other people, Mm -hmm. you know, that are going to spark different flames Mm -hmm. and ignite ignite different things within us. Mm -hmm. And allowing that person, you know, the freedom to really explore that is, you know, beyond what most of us are capable of doing. And that's the ultimate form of love, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree. And I'm just sitting here, like, trying to figure out, like, if... If you are going to be with someone and you're going to cheat on them, why not either, like, break up with them mm-hmm. and decide to be poly? I'm not, like, I, like I'm like i really trying to understand. I think, if um, anything, like, you know how people will say, oh, well, poly folks are selfish because mm-hmm. they want more than one lover. And, yeah. You know, they want that. more than one relationship and that's selfish and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you're identifying yourself as monogamous and you turn around and you cheat on someone that you so-called love, yeah. how is that not selfish? Right. You know? Like, that's definitely an act of selfishness. Well said. And I think that we're going to wrap the interview up there. Um, but I do want to offer um, listeners a chance to, like, if they wanted to catch you on social media mm-hmm. or... Um, link up with you in any professional manner, mm-hmm. um, and fellas, she is looking for poly uh, for poly black men. Um, so go ahead, t- t- tell us where we could catch you. So you guys can definitely catch me on Instagram at Ask Polly Bay. That's at A S K P O L Y B A E. And, you know, just hit that follow button. You can reach out to me, hit me in the DMs. I respond back to uh, your questions with answers. Sometimes I'll post your questions on the page. Um, You know, you can, we can set up, you know, interviews or whatever it is, uh, coaching sessions, because I do relationship coaching as well. Um, So if you're interested in that, I can definitely um, set up a session with you. So just uh, hit the follow button and hit up my DM. Do you have an email? I do have an email. Ask askpollybay at gmail.com. Okay. So, folks, um, thank you uh, for tuning in this week. And, again, I'm so sorry about missing a couple weeks. um, But I'll be back, and I'm trying to get on a regular schedule here. Um, So, any last-minute words before we end? Yes. Love is love, and love is the most freeing thing that we have as human beings. 
kindness and compassion. So definitely experience more love. If you have any thoughts or ideas about the poly lifestyle, definitely do your research. Definitely open up your mind, open up your heart to loving more and being more and just really being yourself and coming to your full potential. All right, people. So as I always love to say, um, consent is sexy and love and light.